Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Welcome to our special E3 edition of the podcast. There was much uh, revealed and announced, so many games that it's just like, how do you keep track of them all? Lots of hoo-ha. Lots of hoo-ha, indeed, indeed. And so we picked up the ones that uh, that we played before, maybe yeah. developers played before, and picked a few games that we thought looked interesting, and we're going to talk about them and discuss them. If you saw a cool game at E3 that we don't talk about, or if we do talk about it, like to hear thoughts, send us an email. Let's start with Cyberpunk 2077, because this is the game I am most excited about to see, <laughs> and only more excited after playing The Witcher 3. Yes. See, because I'm, I'm definitely more of a laser than I am a sword. See, so like a cyberpunk setting is just like... Uh, but they didn't so have lasers. They had glowy guns. True. There was no laser swords. There were no laser <laughs> swords. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. But a very, very cool car. Oh, my God. That car was so cool. Yeah. Oh, just cool. like something straight out of Snow Crash. Yeah. I just uh, yeah. everything, everything about that trailer, I just loved. It was very classy. Yeah. Very, not as gritty as some sort of cyberpunk, although there was some scenes in there that definitely was like the underbelly of yes. the city kind of yes. thing. Um, and it sounds like, you know, it's very dystopian cyberpunk yeah. kind of thing, yeah. which is cool. Uh, and very, very good product, like internal product placement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the corporations within yep. cyberpunk, they had ads, like literally product placement within Ad. the- Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, for those corporations that don't really exist, they don't exist in the cyberpunk world. Which so, is fantastic. That's that very cool. Exactly yeah. what you'd expect, you know, especially after watching um, Altered Carbon. Yes. Recently, and seeing like again that cool cyberpunk world, I was just I'm I'm ready. Yes, I have to get altered carbon. I still I'm not being a Netflix subscriber. I'm ah. behind the eight ball on all this. Yeah, man. Well, when stuff. you get it, definitely, definitely give it a watch. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes out on ancient technology like Blu-ray, <laughs> then I'll give it a watch. Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, I think City Project Red with the Witcher with the Witcher series and as a whole, have proven that they can... Craft really good RPG stories. Yeah, essentially, with, yeah. With adequate peripherals. Yeah. So, yeah, someone really needed to teach them how to do a user interface for the inventory system. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But the, everything else about it is so good. <sighs> the characters are fantastic. The yep. story's engaging. The world and the setting is yep. believable and so different. So just take and, The Witcher Three and reskin yeah. it in Cyberpunk, and then I'm there. Yeah, I think it might be a bit more. Might, bit more it might be a little bit more difficult to it's pull shooting. off shooting. Uh well, shooting's a completely different mechanic for them rather yeah. than the sword play. That's yeah. going to be a big challenge for them, as well as with The Witcher, because it's like medieval cities and towns and things like that. You can kind of go into every building. It yes. feels like a real world where yeah. I feel that because Cyberpunk is going to be this metropolis. It's going to be a very big. You know, you're going to end up with a lot of like. Story building, or 133 story buildings. Yeah. You can't go into a lot of places. Floor. And I always find that's a little bit like jarring. Like yeah. you're driving around in GTA 5 and it feels like a real city until you try to go in go anywhere and you yeah. can't. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So I I hope they have a a solution to make it seem like. Or a well, reason depends the world they, you can't get it. It depends if they make it less open world. Because if you make it less open world, that wouldn't be anywhere near as jarring. I don't want it to be less open world, though. I want to be able to just run around in my cyberpunk world. I think it needs to be directed from what it's indicating. Yeah, there's not much. I think you're definitely... So from what I can gauge is mm. you're going to get hired by one of the megacorps to 
basically defend their interests. Mm. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be more directed than The Witcher. Yeah, but that can it's still just happen in an open feel. world. Oh, I can't do, world, well, you know. Yes and no. It depends if there's multiple corporations and things that you can pick which corporation you want to sign. No, I don't with think that. Well, stuff, that's, I think that's going to be too much. I think it's going to be more mm. like the Mass Effect. Yep. Predetermined. Yeah. Bar. Okay. I, I look. Yeah, because anyway, like there's five. Let's say there's five competing corporations. Yeah. You, you'd have to write five distinct storylines if people could choose which corporation they were going. Well, for. they in in the announcement trailer they had like a, a, a wall of text as like one frame yeah. in the video that people found, of course. Yeah. And they said that it's going to be bigger. Than ever, like there's a bigger game than The Witcher Three, which yeah. is kind of insane because The Witcher Three is huge. Yeah. And the more I scratch the surface on that, I almost I made it across the water to Skillagade to the Vikings, and I almost had the point where I'm like, it's too, too much. I don't want to explore anymore. You get that kind of like dread of you know anyway. But that that's we'll come back to that in the next episode. So a big game. They're also going to have free DLC like The Witcher Three, as well. Which is oh, nice. So they okay. said already no no microtransactions and like in a single player game that's just ridiculous. Yes. So free expansion, no DRM, the standard kind of city project. Okay, that's good. Um, ethos there so as not well, which free is cool. DLCs or you buy the content. So it's going to be a full. It says free. They they say in the in the text free DLC slash expansion slash DRM. Oh, I find that hard to believe, but okay. Don't know. Were the Witcher okay. 3 ones not free? No, they weren't free. You had to buy them. I had to buy them. Okay, I just bought yeah. the Game of the Year edition, so yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so did I. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. No <laughs> microtransactions. Um, I was just reading through to make sure there wasn't anything else in the text that was uh, interesting. No release date or anything like that. No. Uh, so, yeah, whether it's if it's a deriv- like if it's a, Ma- a Mass Effect-style story, you know, obviously yeah. down for that. That sounds yeah. great. Maybe that's smarter with, a, um, with the shooting mechanic changing over. Yes. Maybe that's smart to sort of try to box it in and make the, the gunplay tighter and for that yeah. sort of thing rather than... Yeah, like an open world. You can just gun down every, everybody in the building. Yeah. I can imagine running into a town in The Witcher 3 with a fully automatic <laughs> machine gun. You just... The NPCs would be gone in seconds. But everyone everyone's all like, you know, augmented and stuff and they're taking yes. bullets and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that was quite it. impressive. Yeah. And mm. yeah, there's obviously a lot of stuff going on. The one thing that I did note... Yeah. And this is a... This is a parental guidance recommended warning. <laughs> was the the two ladies of the afternoon, the strumpets, who were kicking the all shades of purple out of the guy on the street? Mm. If you look directly behind them, yeah, at the car, yeah, there's two more dressed the same, obviously in the same group, that are leaning in, propositioning the guy in the car behind. Excellent. Even though the two are just kicking the guy in front. <laughs> Although, that's stiffen. really interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a violent city. Like, yeah, that's well, like people say that all the time, apparently. Yeah. So. Oh, and the, the guy that uh, wow. gets his brain fried in the boardroom meeting. And yeah, then how they be cut cable out of his back? Yeah, and cut straight to the chick uncoupling herself with the with that on the screen. Yeah, right next to her. So sounds like there's some cyber like assassination that. going on or something like that. It I, you know what scene I loved was the um the girl doing her her eyeliner yeah, or yeah, mascara or whatever, and she's then a zooms back and well, not I think she's still human, but I think she maybe have like a different facial plate she can put on. 
for whatever she wants to. Well, to it was be, all maybe? mechanical inside, though. You could yeah. see all inside her top jaw, and it was all I still mechanical. Thought, thought she, I, was, okay. maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. to find out more. It was yes. one of the things where it's, you go, oh, that's disgusting, but kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, the visceral response from it. Yeah, it was great. Oh, and I was watching someone discussing the trailer, and you know, the, the redneck with the glowy shotgun. Yes, and yes. He, and they pointed out that his girlfriend slash significant other slash wife slash whatever in the background is clearly pregnant and she's wearing her American flag tiny shorts and she's smoking. Oh, my so God. So like, there's obviously more things to worry about than fetal yeah. damage in, in, in this Night world. City. Yeah. I thought that was funny that he pointed out that she's smoking and she's pregnant. So Excellent. So she shouldn't be smoking. And so it sounds like it's definitely like a more of a near future kind of thing. Like our culture hasn't changed that much, even though we've got all this crazy technology in yeah, the world kind yeah. of thing, which is cool. Well, and there's these major corporations that are in charge of everything. Well, is that much different? Less dystopian today? than Blade Runner. Or di- yeah. different dystopian, not always night and always raining. Yes. I hope it's not much- that. I want more Snow Crash kind of dysto- like cyberpunk more than yeah. Blade Runner yeah. kind of thing. Blade Runner's a bit. Sad. It was, yeah, it's very miserable. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So, so I've still no idea what the gameplay is going to be like. No, nothing at all. No shot of a yeah. character screen or anything like that. But I'm just um definitely good to draw you in and get you yeah. excited about it. It definitely t- tweaked my little hype meter up a little bit. So yeah. wait and see. Because you, I think the gunplay is going to be the biggest challenge on that one to make sure they get it right. Yeah, and make it fun. And the other thing, it's kind of like what well, an issue we talked about with Mass Effect is. When you're in the future setting, mm. it's probably more realistic to augment your current gun rather than to drop like a Borderlands style, just constantly dropping all these new guns. Yeah. It makes more sense that you choose, do you like the sniper rifle, do you like the fully automatic rifle, do you like the semi-automatic rifle, do you like the shotgun? Yep. Choose the base template that you like for your gun and then you augment it up. Yeah, I hope But it's much more than Fallout. Like oh, there were yeah. a few augments in Fallout, but I'm talking like- Dozens of augments, and you can really. I want full body augments. I want to be able like full cyborg and stuff like that. Kind of more like more like Deus Ex, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But is there like an experience point system, and you got to trade off? Yeah, some things for others. Well, I think with with that sort of thing, you can start saying like you got a certain power supply, and the power supply can only run certain augments and stuff like that. You can sort of limit it that way as well. Yeah, there's lots of oh, lots of options. Well, hopefully, hopefully, do a good job. So, I want it. All right, let's move on to Fallout 76. Fallout 76. Now, when we played Fallout 4, one of the things I definitely did, like as I was playing, it was like, I really want this to be a multiplayer game. I want to be able to build bases with other people and do stuff like that. And that's what they made. made kind of, maybe, a little bit light on details exactly yeah, how see, it's all going to work. I'm the opposite. Yeah, fair enough, fair I'm enough. Actually, the opposite. I can see the benefit of... Playing through the game with a buddy. I can see the benefit of that, yep. definitely. Yeah. But the one thing that doesn't work, well, not the one thing, there's many things. Well, it's that a different don't work sort of multiplayer game, games. Yeah. Story, when you, particularly when you're doing big story arc mm. games, you all have to be playing the exact same part of the story arc for it to work. Mm. And the other thing is, when you think about all the stuff you had to do in... Um, the baseball diamond city. Yeah. Diamond city. Diamond, diamond city. city. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of just running around menial stuff in Diamond City and mm. trading with the shops. And so if there's four of you playing together and one of you's got 97 things they need to do in the shop, they're going to be slowing up everybody else. And there's yeah. just a few things that immediately 
go great how my gears that, that yeah. you really do have to change the way the game runs for this to be I agree. a smooth multiple. Like Destiny is a great example. The hub is so small, there's so little to do in the hub mm. that you can all get it done and Quickly no one's bored. And move on again. And then you look at something like World of Warcraft, which is my my MMO experience. Mm. World of Warcraft was really well designed mm-hmm. that you all went to a you know, we all went to a hub. And there was all this stuff for you to do at the hub. And you all may have got different class quests and stuff, but they were really clever. And the class quests were all in similar areas. So you could still stay with your party and getting individual tasks done. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that was specifically designed for that. So I hear you on that. I think, I think there are lots of ways you can t- ch- take on that sort of challenge, especially in, in terms of, um, say, depending on how many cutscenes there are as well, how much conversation you need to roll yes. through as well, because yeah. you don't want to have. Well, there'll to be no companions. People. I would imagine. Not no, so none of yeah. that companion stuff will be there. But if you can roll through the missions, like if if I've done the mission before, but if someone hasn't done it, we can all just roll through and do it again together. Yeah, yeah. that kind of eliminates all of that problem. You still get your loot, you still get your XP and stuff. Presumably, it's got those things in it. Yeah, we don't know. Um, it, so it's not loot, so bad. So automatically, I think loot ninjuring is that going to be a problem, or is it going to be individual loot going to drop for individual? Depends. People? I don't know. That's going to be yeah. the thing. As well, I mean, it's and a survival. It's survival light, is what they've called yeah, it. Yeah, survival light. And so friendly fire. To me, that sort of suggests more like I would presume not on the friendly fire. Just people you party just with mayhem if it's friendly fire. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Uh, depends on who you play with. See, yeah. are you with a pickup group with a bunch yeah, of randos, yeah. or you're playing with friends? People and that's that going to really yeah. change your experience of the game. And people can nuke your city. Yeah, I'm not a huge. That's. To me, that's the point where I go, I don't know that I want to play a PvP survival game because yeah. it depends. They said already that if you die, you don't lose anything. You don't lose progression. No. So that's... But there's still with griefers. If, you've, if, it, yeah. if it's got quests and you're doing a quest, there will be some yeah. little turd sitting there in the top of the building with a sniper rifle waiting for people. You've got to fight the Deathclaw and the Deathclaw always spawns in the same place. Yep. And the death claw's hard to beat, and he's just going to sit there snickering to himself, waiting for the just about to kill the, kill the death claw. Then it's yep. going to snap him in the head and kill him. Yep. You can see, I can see that happening already. You can fix stuff like that though by you can put some anti-griefing measures in. Like in that scenario, the easy way to do it is as soon as you shoot someone that's part of that group, you get aggro from the death claw. So the death claw's going to come after you next straight away. Yeah. Because you're now part of combat. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not relying on the distance because normally in those games like. Certain distance away. Still ruins my gameplay though when I've just been sniped in the head. Just as I'm about to finally complete that quest. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I agree. I, I, that's and there I, are you cannot dispute that there are griefers all over the oh, internet. Yeah, like that's that's why I don't like it so much. So like my experience at the moment for survival games is Conan Exiles. Okay, which I'm loving. I didn't think I'd even like a survival game, but and this is where I was when I when it was first announced um, that they're going to put a new Fallout out. I'm like, oh my god, please just make. Conan Exiles, but in but Fallout, you like okay. I'd be all, again all over it, um, because Conan Exiles has this. Uh, if you have played any survival games, it's kind of the same sort of thing. But you you collect plant fiber, yep. and you make twine, and then you collect yep. some more plant fiber, and you make yourself some really basic clothing out of plant yep. fiber. You know, and then you get uh, some branches and some stones, and you make a stone hammer. Yep. You mine some some ore. You take the stone, you build a forge, you put the iron ore in the forge, and you make steel bars, yep. make a steel hammer, yep. and then you just keep. Climbing yeah, that tech tree, Minecraft. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, Minecraft, all that Minecraft. sort of stuff, yeah. you know. So it's it's immensely satisfying when you, you know, you go and you 
you harvest the mammoth with the cleaver to get its head and you put the head in the press to get the bones and the blood. <laughs> the bones in the bone mill, you know, to get bone mill and you put the blood and the bone mill in the compost with the rotting meat and you make compost and then use that to grow your flowers. And, you know, it's this, it's this like machine you've yeah, built, you know, it's industry. reinforcing. Yeah. Stuff. But yep. Conan has PvP. Yeah. Okay. But we get around that because we run, we run our own private server. Yeah. So only people that we know play it. I'm so fine. we're not... Yeah. Online all the time, having to protect think, our bases and things like that. Yeah. So, Fallout seventy six will have to have something well, it's got along those dedicated lines. servers, from what yeah. I can understand. And so you're not going to run your own. Didn't he say there'll only be hundreds of people on your server, not no. thousands? Oh well, I didn't. Don't know if they said how many, but it was. It was. It was either dozens, not hundreds, or hundreds, not thousands. I think it was dozens, not dozens, not hundreds. hundreds. It sounded yeah. like you could with the with the map four times the size of the original Fallout map. Yeah, that's what they said it was going to be. Yeah. With dozens of people, you're probably not going to run into people too often. It's no. going to be pretty. I want to talk key. about the map too. Yeah, well, and, tell me about and the, map. the other people. Yeah. So, firstly, the map. So, the gimmick, gimmick mm. in inverted quotes for Fallout 76 is that it's much earlier. It's only been 25 years since you've mm. gone to the vault. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's 25 years since the bombs dropped. That's right? how I understood. Yeah. I either I either did. Either they went to the shelter because the bombs are dropping, or I kind of got the impression that maybe they even went to the shelter just as an experiment, that they didn't even know there was a nuclear war coming. Yeah, that wasn't clear. Just on the time frame, it might be 25 years after the fallout has finished, when the fallout hangs around for a certain period of time as well. So it could be more than 25 years since the bombs actually okay. were hit. Well, what I was going to say, my yeah. point is, yeah. it's clearly setting up as this is the first anyone's gone out, this is the earliest game mm. of all our games, and, I was going out. and yet there's so much foliage on the trees and so the monsters look heaps weirder yeah i think that's good the monsters yeah. look heaps weirder and there's obviously less outlaws and raiders and stuff which i'm guessing is because the other human players are going to be the human antagonists so know. that i kind of think that's good yeah I that's, think that's good but i think yeah. when you look at fallout 4 and how ruined everything is everything's just destroyed yeah and this doesn't look like it's that destroyed that is a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. The trees I all look quite healthy and the water doesn't look rancid and you would just the views we've gotten are these nice sprawling landscapes and okay. you look across the mountains. I'll give you a, maybe West an explanation. West Virginia. Listening uh, to John Denver. <laughs> yeah. Um, like in the in the game, you can launch players can launch nukes. Yeah, yes. Maybe the bombs weren't that bad. Oh, maybe it's this period that okay. really yeah, messed things up. up. So maybe else. West Virginia was not particularly targeted by a nuclear. You know, although didn't doesn't. Fallout I think he even said that West Virginia is where the nuclear stockpiles are currently actually stored. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. Right. So, so maybe just the, up the, all the players using all the nukes afterwards is what is really destroy the brings world. the wasteland to, you know, by the yeah. time we get to Fallout 4, it's yeah, been another 50 like bombs dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, a, I mean, yeah, it's a good point. The ones have got a good reason. I mean, you yeah. think they would have thought yeah, of that. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Um, it does character- just look like multiplayer Fallout 4, though. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. You go. No, no, no. I presume the combat's going to be the same. It's not going to yeah, change. Yeah, it clearly looks like the that. same when you look at that gameplay footage yeah. that you've got. It clearly looks the same. Yep, yep. Um, well, I think too, okay, on the griefing thing, right, um, uh, it says here that your character is not tied to one server, where with Conan Exiles, yes. you create a, a character on that server and that's where that, that all your progression lives there. Yeah. So if they make it easy to switch servers... That will solve a lot of the ganking and griefing you problems because you just griefers. go yeah. change server and just boots to another one. 
yeah. until you find a server where people are just not doing Playing that nicely. kind of thing. Because yeah. that's what we did in GTA Five. As soon as anyone started griefing, yeah. you just switched servers. Right. And people like, and sometimes that's fun to yeah. like have little battles and stuff like that. Yeah. But when you get bored of it, you just oh, leave server and just yeah. bounce to the next one. Yeah. So that wouldn't be so bad. Uh, what? It says in-game in -game activities as well. I don't know what that's going to be. That could be interesting. I don't know what activities are, but they tease them. Right, okay. Various things you can do. So I don't know what that'll, that'll be. Um, well, I was thinking... the tail on the Super Mutant. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> did you ever play the Warhammer Fantasy Battle MMO? No, that, not. That had these really interesting things called... I can't remember what they were called now, local events and world events or something like that. Oh, yeah. And you'd get, you would get this warning... Yep. that this thing was happening. So like it would be a giant would be storming into the city. Yep. And the giant would be way too hard for one person to beat. Yep. So it would give you a warning and you all run to where the all the actual live players run to where the uh, checkpoint is and then you all get banded together by the server itself as a party and you all fought the giant. And depending on what you contributed to, so either as a party you beat the giant Yep. Or you didn't be the giant, and depending on what your personal contribution was, you received different rewards. See, so like there was that. a gold, silver, bronze award sort of thing. So I, I thought that was really good. That's a really good way of getting people who weren't actually playing together mm. to come together and play. See, that's great. That reminds me of Guild Wars Two, which has events that run on like a cycle. There's like stacks of events in every map in that in that game, and you get rewards based on your participation yep. and stuff. And although there's no PvP in the actual open world, it actually does a lot to promote helping other people. Like you get little rewards for just okay. if someone's like you need to revive someone who's lost all their health, you know, yeah. you get a little bonus of XP and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it, I didn't think about any sort of open world games to bring everyone together to try to beat it. And yeah, know, if it's got something that sort of like encourages you to help other people, like don't make it the focus to kill the opposition. Yeah. Isn't the only way you get rewards if you help them. Yeah, you. Like there's a wave of death claws all coming in or something, and yeah. you got all band together to fight the death claws. I wonder if there'll be classes, more class. Because I mean, doesn't look specifically class based, but they didn't show anything about a character screen, sort of like what all. talent screen you'll have yeah. or anything like that. Have they do? So, I don't know whether the special system still works in this. Well, they've still got all the special paraphernalia in all the vault around, and so looks like it'll be probably the same sort of deal there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna like any of these games, like we haven't actually really played a lot of them and the execution is going to be where it's at. I'm definitely keen to give it a look yeah. in and give it a go and, and see. And that's um, November this year, isn't it? 22nd yeah, of November man. this year or something? That's the yeah. best thing about Bethesda. They announced yeah, well, announce when they're ready to almost ready to go. Except for the new uh, Elder Scrolls game, which they've announced, oh, but it's not yeah, coming yeah. out for another like three years, yeah. which is really surprising for them. Yeah. Kind of thing. Normally they're they very- They just wanted to shut people up and say, yes, we're so. making another Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, because when they released- uh, Skyrim VR. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people going like, Just I'm sick of Skyrim, new game, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which they made a joke about in their trailers. Like they knew they people were, yeah. were doing it. Yeah, so 100% dedicated servers, so no private servers. You're going to play on their, their servers. Yep. I kind of don't like that aspect because it does put a, a, a time limit on it because it's yes, not popular they anymore. they to turn the servers off. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything about uh, microtransactions or if there's anything like... They didn't say it was free, though. Well, that's a, it's a full play, full price yeah, game. Yeah, so I would imagine it's paid by the like full price game. I couldn't say anything whether it was but or not. Maybe there'd be a subscription because they've obviously then got to keep their servers running. <sighs> so maybe it'd be a subscription-based game. Uh, that would kill it for me. Yeah. 
I don't have any room left for more subscription-based games because you really got to dedicate so much time to it. Afford to keep the servers running if there's not a coming a a, a going income stream. I, I from what I'm led to believe, uh, like running game servers isn't as expensive as it used to be. It's not okay. cheap. But yep. It's not for a fairly well-off company like Bethesda. Yeah. It's not going to be such a big hassle for them to run servers for it. So yeah. we'll have to see, I suppose, again. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that was interesting? Well, there was. I thought like they, they, the one thing I like about – the one thing I really like about Fallout is they actually set it somewhere in the real world. So stuff is recognizable. That's cool. Yeah. And they like putting in weird monsters and stuff. So I thought, how cool would it be if they set one in Australia? Oh, how good would it be? You yeah. could do Outback stuff and you could have really weird monsters yeah. that Americans have got no idea what these things are. Like a mutant kangaroo and a yeah. mutant echidna. Excellent. The Americans have no, what the hell is this thing? Yeah, you're right. You could really, like, you could do like megafauna stuff. You could do some mm. really cool monsters yeah. if you put it in Australia. Fallout Australia edition. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right, so a couple of things I noticed that were just interesting. Uh, keep your power education. We said that already. Focus on survival, but not as hardcore survival mode for Fallout 4. Oh, yeah, the base building stuff. I still thought that yeah. looked clunky. Yeah, I'll reserve my judgment until I actually get my hands on it. Yeah, like and how- I think maybe that's because Fallout Shelter's done so well for them that they think people want base building. Well, it's kind of part of a survival game. Yeah, have- but it still looks like, to me, it still looks like a Fallout game, not a survival game. Yeah, it's going to depend on. How, I want a more complicated tech tree and crafting system, and and you know, yeah. Because if it's a survival game, well. you really literally should have to build your own weapons and build your own armor and stuff. And yet, those yeah. dudes are running around in full power armor. And like, even in the trailer, the guy picks the power armor out of the dirt yeah. from the soldier that's died. So it's not really a survival game if you're running around yeah. looting stuff off people, is and it? Because that's the part, I mean, I said with Conan, like that's the part I really enjoy is that building your yeah, industrial base you up. you made it yourself. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. So, yeah. Whereas um, in that demo where they're showing him the base building, he's, he's clicking in prefabricated building walls or mm-hmm. like click, 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 click. So yeah. surely he hasn't built all the bricks and all the windows and stuff beforehand. Well, I, like I mean with Conan, it's, it's, not, it's a little bit, you know, if you want to build... Um, a stone foundation you need to have like a hundred stone in your inventory and then you can do it it just sucks it out and and does it kind of thing but it's a little bit more um, I guess it doesn't have a scavenging aspect because there's no physical like you don't pick up a toy car and Conan and then and then take it apart apart kind of thing bits Um, yeah yeah. but if they do that like you pick up stuff take it back and then you have one of your settlers break it down into components and stuff like that maybe just Give it a bit more of a UI overhaul, so it's not just yeah. running up your pit boy. It needs to be a bit more. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. I did not enjoy the base building in Fallout Four. Yeah, they need to improve that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm yeah. still, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. I wanted just a couple of things you said we were not sure on. Oh, you'll be in a server with dozens, yeah, not hundreds or thousands. Okay, was well, dozens. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, player decides the heroes and villains, which is. I don't know what that means. Well, that, that I think that's exactly what I mean about the outlaws. It's, there's going to be no outlaws and raiders. Oh, it's going to be other people. I see. Uh, the, that's that's so how I choose to. So you choose to a, whether you attack other people's bases to steal their stuff. I wonder if there's going to be a clan and grouping system. I would like imagine there would it, be because it talked about that. You attract people to your yeah. homestead, and then your homestead gets more powerful. Yep. The more people are affiliated how to do you it. Do that with the dedicated servers and the bait. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. new weather system, distant weather system, which is cool. Yes, it sounds like it'd be very interesting. Um, and then the main quest given by the overseer will go through six distinct regions on the map. 
Yeah. So yeah, that okay. did look quite interesting when they showed that. That's cool. Um, I think that is about it. Yeah, I think we'll probably uh, we're both after after we both enjoyed Fallout Fallout Four so much. I think it's a given that we'll both check it out at some point. Definitely, and we'll play together. And I'm not going to play it at the start because no Bethesda game comes out with bug. With oh no, yeah, and everything. So I'm definitely going to wait. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be their first multiplayer game as well. Be, yeah. Oh, it's going to be riddled. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely come back to that sometime in 2019 yeah. and yeah. see how it's doing then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Anthem, the uh, proverbial elephant in the room. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't, uh, I think... I thought we got lots more information, which was nice. Yes, and it was weird that a lot of the information came out from tweets afterwards, not from the actual announcement itself, it seems. No, because a lot of the social influences and game changes actually got... Hands on time okay. with a demo. And that's where I've got most of my information from was from those guys talking about it. All right. Where do you want to... Because I think to me, there's kind of two main things. There's like the, the gameplay combat stuff and then there's like the story stuff, being it's a Bioware game kind of thing. What, do you want to start anywhere in particular? Not really. Uh, All right. Let's talk about the story. Yeah. You know less about that than anything else. I'm not feeling it yet on the story. It really reminds me of Destiny 2. It even has which, the same... Oh, the wall's not going to last forever. Ripping that off Destiny much? And you know, that wall... Did I tell you about my little rant about the wall in Destiny 2? You did. Okay, yeah. good. All right. That way, yeah. I won't rehearse it. Um, but like the the language of like the yes. gods and things, yes. I'm like, this the is very theolo- um, yeah. theological. Yeah. Which I don't, mind in, I don't mind in sci-fi as long as... Well, I do... Mm, depends on how it's handled, really. Like in Destiny 2, everything's always like, for the light. Oh, we love the light. And it just feels yeah, yeah. like this this cultish religious chant all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it just really grated on me. If it's like that, I'm well, what, not feeling what it. What hit me yeah. the most yeah. with that stuff was it was as if Mass Effect Andromeda and yeah. Destiny had a baby. There's yeah. this ancient tech that's doing this stuff that we don't understand to the planet. And we've got to go and shut down the ancient tech that was left here by some weird progenitors that were here before us and we don't understand anything about them. I did get that a That rings things. a bell yeah. somewhat and we're the only vestige of hope against the encroaching darkness. That kind of destiny rings a destiny kind of a destiny bell. Yep. Destiny. Yep. It's not, and it's not exactly the most original idea for a storyline anyway. No, but um, I just, it's it's almost like they don't care that it's obvious that they're ripping these two, pro- they're ripping off their own property. So clearly they yeah. did poach people that were working on Andromeda well, and so they brought their Andromeda ideas and stuff with them I into wonder, Anthem. Well, surely that story stuff, though, was settled. Really? Well, really? Knows, you remember man. all the stuff we read about Andromeda? Yeah. It was actually built in the last 18 months it's, of the five-year project. Yeah, but they, I think they started working on the story after Mass Effect 3. Because yeah. the reason they gave Andromeda, and this is where I've also realised that I've got to be careful, is that Andromeda was not made by the same people that made Anthem. Anthem. There was a different yeah. team. It wasn't even the Mass Effect team. Yeah. So I guess trying to keep like... Uh, I'm keeping like an open mind about that. It's just the similarities in this. Uh, in the, just the basic premise yeah. seems so obvious yeah, to and me. I've read a lot of stories with the same premise and as long as they can somehow... Differentiate it. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I'm not interested in a bunch of people worshipping the gods of creation, though. If it gets to that. The shape of storms. Of yeah, no, that's. I'm not into that either. I don't. Why can't you just say the gods are dead? We don't need religion anymore. 
Because they're American. That's oh, sorry. That's I just tarred uh, an entire country with one did, brush. You definitely just yes. something like that. You know, um, you got to think there's some sort of influence there, though, from a cultural thing. Yeah, which is you know because that's like because um, if Australians did it, it'd be oh the guys are all dead. Yeah. Oh well. yeah, maybe. Let's move yeah. on. Where's the Lamingtons? Past the Tim Tams um, and the Lamingtons. Because <laughs> that's uh, interesting with uh, The Witcher Three. Um, I I find it a little yeah, bit difficult. There's almost no. Th- I've not really getting a theological bent to it at all. There's the well, church. The eternal fire is yeah. there at the moment. Yeah, but the antagonists. Fine. Yeah, I was more. I was more referring to like um. You talk about like. Destiny's an American game, I presume, as yes. well, and so is Anthem's American game. Yes. How much American culture seeps into what they make? Where yes. The Witcher Three feels because they're Polish. Polish, yeah. A lot of a lot of the stuff in the it's game very, really feels it's very foreign. Polished, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, uh, yeah, but it's it's definitely got that Eastern European folklore yeah. culture baked yeah, yeah. into it, kind yeah, of thing. It does. Um, so I, I don't think I don't know what you said is kind of stereotyping. You know, and so is my Witcher Three, but there's got to be a little bit of that stuff coming into it. That reminds me of the very best thing about Fallout Seventy Six that I thought was oh, awesome. Yeah, is that they've used local legends in Fallout Seventy Six. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like they in... put them into the game. Interesting. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. So, like, so there's sort of... there's a local legend. So, like, there's the Bunyip and Murray Bridge here oh, yeah. in South Australia. Yep. There's a local legend that there's a Bunyip and Murray Bridge. Mm. So in Fallout 76, you'd go to Murray Bridge and there would actually literally be a bunyip there that you had to fight at some point. Cool. So they've done that. They've got like jackalopes and whatever it is. So you need to know a little bit about West Virginia and the local stories of West Virginia. You get a little bit more out of it. You get more out of it. Oh, that's cool. And they've always been good with their references and tying things in the real world into the game. So that'll be excellent. Especially for people in West Virginia who will be like getting all the inside jokes. all that stuff, yeah. I just thought that was really cool. That's really cool. Very good. Uh, yeah, so definitely, I mean, and then you got like Drew leaving. I, see, I wasn't, I wasn't in the impression this was a heavy story driven game, but someone cut together a video of like all the times they said story yeah, during yeah. the, uh, they yeah. are, this they're is pushing the story. This is what's interesting. Okay. And it's probably the same problem that, that Fallout has, but you've got a, a company that makes single player RPGs trying a different style, style of game, yeah. and they're too afraid. At least with Bi- I, mean, I don't know about Bethesda, but Bioware are to too afraid to go. say no. This is not what we do before. We're trying something completely yeah, new. Oh my god, completely need to just, let go. Yeah. But they're so like still. Oh, we've got story. I'd be happy if they said the story's there. Is just like a thing to make. It's just not cool that important. Play. It's just holding it together. Yeah, that's okay. Like if you want, yeah. guys want to make a game like that, I'm. But keen just to say try it. it. Just but, say that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, don't have to sort of. And then it got the same problem with Fallout 76 where you've got a multiplayer game and you have a story. How do you yeah. make multiplayer people come together and, yep. and, and, and do the progression the story correctly? the same pace, yeah. You know? And again, you get, oh, happy if you just let me re- easily get into a, a group and then um, replay the same missions and help yeah. people progress through their story. That, that's okay. I can, I can deal with that. Yeah. A um, lot of questions about how that's all going to come together on the story front. All right, so... Combat. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't feel that the story was overly sold in that. No, stuff, I didn't. The new stuff we've seen about Anthem. Yeah. The story just seemed to be like Destiny. Yeah. It's going shooting and fighting, and I'm going to give you new quest updates as you're going and shooting and fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But before I jump into combat, oh yeah, I'd like to say I, I like that big Walker where the four javelin suits come out, mm. and I'm thinking if you if you like get parties or guilds or whatever you want to call it, oh, and you can actually stay in that Walker, and so when 
you're not necessarily online. Yep. Whoever's your guild master or captain or whoever yeah. moves where that walker is and that's where you oh, can start adventuring from. That's cool. That could be really interesting. I don't know. Or that may just, just have been a nifty cut scene. Maybe. Maybe. But I like um, yeah, guild housing, anything to help bind the guild together. Like having yeah. a shared space is always great for that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm down for that. I didn't think about that. I'd have a little mobile. Yeah, no, it looked cool. And then they came around. up on the, they lifted up onto the top platform and they all flew off from there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm down. So, I'm down. All right. So, shooting things. I love the idea of flying around this world. Yeah. And apparently they've made the flying quite natural. And, and mm. yeah, it seems that's, to be that it's just quite intuitive of how you do it. And it looked, it looked really easy to get up in the air and fly for a bit and then land and then begin yeah. shooting things again. So well, I'm keen to play it from just so I can fly around. You can shoot some, shoot, shoot some of the weapons the from the air as yeah, well. Yeah, as well, which yeah. is cool. So They're also mix. clearly very impressed with their swimming stuff. They keep showing it off, yes, they? they keep pushing that swimming bit a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, underwater combat, if it's just like flying in the air but underwater, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Which it looks like, looks like it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be annoyed by it. Yeah, yeah. That's a but that having that vertical space to play with in, yes, in your game is really change. Very cool. And they did say one of the one of the guys who I watched who played it. He talked about you can f- see a ledge above the battlefield, yep. and you can f- fly up to that ledge and then start shooting down from that ledge. That's awesome. And so they've made it like literally 3D battlefield. Yeah. So if you can see somewhere where you can get an advantage, you can go there and. Which is more like Titanfall, from what I understand. Not that I play, I haven't played Titanfall, but people right, were, okay. were sort of, sort of saying like, "What this is kind of like Destiny, Titanfall, and Borderlands had a baby kind yeah, of thing." Okay, yeah, for whatever that's worth. Uh, but I think sort of the problem I have with The Witcher Three: getting around is not fun. Yeah, in Witcher 3. No, but this is going to be super yeah, fun just like to roam around fun. and explore. It's yeah. going to be awesome fun. Yeah, yeah, so I was really excited to see more. Uh, just so it was easy to get into the air, and that flying would be. Um, simple to do. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Well, they, the one thing that they didn't uh, address, well, yeah. one of, not the one thing, one of the things they didn't address, which I was concerned about, is um, not consumables, but the weapons clearly have ammo and yes. the special weapons clearly have ammo stuff. Yes. Is that going to be a resource that you need to manage or is it just going to be? No, you have to manage it. Health and, and ammo are both pickups from mobs. Right, so okay. You're have so to you, know could run out of, you could run out of wep- uh, ammo for your yes. mortar, for example. Yep. Which I think okay. is probably a yeah. smart move because yeah. it makes you have a bit of worry about resource management and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so that's good. Um, I, like, I like the no regen of health as well because that kind of changes up how you, how you play it. But probably it. one of the classes is going to have a regen. Oh, I hope hour. so. That's great because that, that yeah. brings the party together yeah. then makes the healer it actually yeah. or support class, which is another point that you aren't bound to a particular class. It sounds like... Yeah, no, you can have different javelin suits suits. and choose which javelin suit you want to use. Which I love. And that also would reduce the repetitiveness of the grinding, I think. Yeah, because you can change it up. Because if you're in a juggernaut and you find a... I can't think what the other suits are called now, the Uh, juggernaut and the... Or Colossus and... Mm, so, yeah, you find yeah. one ranger and you find the ranger gear, you can actually keep it for your ranger suit. Yes. Rather than saying, oh, well, that was a great drop. Yeah. Try and sell in the auction house. And you can... It reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, where you have your one character, which has a level, and then you pick which class you need to use. So when you're in the group yeah. of four people, if you've got the one friend who only likes to play <laughs> that one thing, yeah. you can all just switch around until you have a good combination good combo, of the party. Yeah. That just... That makes the whole... Um, 
grouping up scenario better and easier finding, to manage. Yeah, because like I find in like um, you don't need oh we need a healer we need a healer who plays a healer. Yeah, I can just go oh well because this is what happened in Final Fantasy fourteen. There are more DPS classes than anything else, yeah. so finding deeps is easy. Yeah. Healers were also were the next hardest to find, and then the tanks were almost impossible. So anytime we'd be playing where you know we needed to do something that was a little bit more rare, yeah. one of us would go a tank class and we'd instantly pop the yeah. queue and we'd be right into a match. Yeah. So it's good that you can manipulate that and get into the right combination yeah. of teams to get that matchmaking to work properly. And that looked that looked in that gameplay they showed us that looked like they'd implemented that quite well when that I I can't remember if it was Colossus or Juggernaut, whatever that bitch mm. was. And he put up his shield and mm. ran forward into the turrets. And so clearly the other guys could be running behind him. Yep. And the shield's blocking them or as up, well. You know, up, up on top, shooting down at it. You know, yeah. it's got, he's got the aggro of yeah. it. It's got so like that, an aggro system. It looks, like, it looks like it is mm. actually, it's not just four people doing the same thing at the same time like Borderlands really was. Yeah. It looks like there might actually be some co-opness yep. to it. Yep. And Which, that you've got abilities and that. Yeah, well, they've got the whole comboing system they've got going on as yeah, well, they said. So what I gathered from what I saw was that each suit has a fixed special weapon. So like the one on the left shoulder, okay. that's fixed. So every suit, like the big guy's always going to have a mortar uh, and the ranger class is always going to have the missile rack. Okay. So one fixed weapon, but you're still going to get upgrades and stuff for it. So like oh, you get better ones. Yep. But then your other arm, your uh, right arm, that's a customizable Special weapon, you sort of one. Yeah, so yeah. a flamethrower or a lightning mm-hmm. lance or a mm-hmm. net or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you might mm-hmm. find. So I, I, I like that. I kind of like that idea. That's, mm. That means that they can design stuff better knowing what someone's going to have as a minimum. That was a good point as well. Good. No PvP. Yeah, yeah. Which is That's great. super smart because yeah. it removes – which actually yeah, – it's, it's actually a bit weird I, I find because – People were, when I was reading about it, people were saying, oh, because Destiny's got this huge problem where they're trying to balance PvP with PvE yeah. and that you can't have anything too strong in, in PvE because yeah, then people use it in PvP. And start winning like, in PvP, yeah. Why? Because both Guild Wars and Final Fantasy XIV have different armor, different yeah, skill totally sets, different sets for PvP. For like PvP. they're almost two different, different games. games. Yeah. Like why not just do that? Yeah. I'd, don't understand why that would why they would make try to balance both the PVE and PVP in the one game. That's well, because ridiculous. They don't, you don't have different guardians in Destiny. It's the same guardian goes into the PVP arena. Yeah, but they do that in Final Fantasy as as well. Like you, you're a if you're like a black mage, you have like fifteen thousand abilities to use. Yeah. When you go into PVP, you have six, and yeah. they're not even the same abilities. They're actually they be called the same thing, but they operate they completely differently. differently because they've been tuned to work in the PVP environment. Yeah. They could have done that. PVE. Like it's, so, I mean, I it sucks you've got to learn how to play the class again because yeah. it is the different class effect. I didn't really like the Crucible and Destiny anyway. So I don't know. I haven't really played that much. No. That, that, that the PvP arena is I it? Yeah, that, no. I haven't played a lot and I played when I couldn't hit the maximum level. So I was always far more reliant on the rest of my squad knowing what they were doing. Uh, and so, again, it's if you get squatted up with a bunch of people who know what they're doing, it's fun and you win all the time. Yep. But if you get a whole bunch of individual people who don't really know how to mm. work together, then it's not fun at all. That's the um, that's the classic problem with any sort of multiplayer gameplay is the pugs are terrible. Yeah, pugs are, are terrible. Like yeah. You get you get good pug groups, but you tend to find the people who play it the most often will find a guild and play with those people yes. and they sort and of stick with their own exclusively play with you know? those people, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I anyone who's sort of like, I just want a single-player game, I hear you that like this is not what you want. Yeah. But I've got. I'm lucky enough to have a crew of people 
you know, that will, oh, if they buy it or not, I suppose you're going to buy the well, same I'm game. Ex- but, I am you know. really excited to play Anthem multiplayer. I think yeah. that's really where it's going to shine. It's going to be yeah. that banter as you're playing it. It's going to be really I think good. we can convince a few of, few of our crew. And to we only need four. Up. It's designed for four people. So. Uh, you need you need about six or, six or eight, I oh, think, Oh, yeah, really, so people because, can not be playing yeah, at the same time. Yeah, because never, yeah. everyone's never on at the one time. But, yeah, no, if we can true. convince everyone, that'll be We also awesome. all have to get on the same format as well. That's the other thing. Yeah, no cross-play. I didn't see anything about cross. No, I, heard, no. I heard something about like cross, like you can take your character from Xbox to PC and so you can play on both platforms. Right. Uh, but it didn't it sound like you actually play together At on the, the different time. platforms, which I would have thought Xbox and PC you could, particularly uh, when there's not PvP. I, I mean, the only, real, the only real reason for not doing that is the people, if you're doing a first-person shooter, the people on PC have a huge advantage over well, the people. Well, it's third-person, not first-person. Oh, and it's not, co-op, it's not competitive. It's so cooperative. So who really cares? Who really cares about Like when we played GTA Five, Josh played on um, on the controller the whole time. Yeah. You know, and whatever. I don't know. And what else we play is it plays on the controller. But anyway, regardless, I think, do you think maybe it's a, like a more of a political thing where, not political necessarily, but like on, on Xbox, you need to pay like a hundred bucks a year to play online. But on PC, it's always it's all free. free. And yeah, so then, maybe. if you had people, PC players and Xbox on the same servers, the Xbox people are going to be going, "Why do I have to, to pay, pay when they're when they're on the free. same servers as me?" Yeah, okay, that could do you good think point. that could be that? That's a good point. And if you try to charge PC players for online play, they're going to revolt. They like, won't do it. No, no way. No. Are they going to start like that's They'll just hack in. They'll hack it and make their own. Yeah, service and yeah, just yeah. play that's on their own You're service. not wrong. Yeah, that's what they'll do. That's uh. So yeah, I, I don't. So know, I can I understand mean, not Xbox and PlayStation. I can understand yeah. that because we all hear the hear the rumors that Sony won't come to the party. But yeah, yeah, I guess that's, that's a good reason why not PC and Xbox, Xbox because yeah. the PC players don't have to pay a subscription Damn. fee. Sucks because I just um. I won't be able to play with everyone. Sorry, Tony, you're going to get it on PC because that's where most of the crew play on. <laughs> it's all on PC. No, it'll be crossplay. What do you mean? So I'll be able to use my same game on the Xbox. And oh, the PC. but you have to play. You better play it yeah. on both. You just got to buy it on both. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be cross-play, so you only need to buy it on one. You get it on both. Oh, did that? They say that, did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. They haven't said it, but that's what they've been doing with all the big games, like Gears of oh, War. Oh, really? 4. You can you buy Gears of War four for your Xbox. You can play it on the PC. I had no idea. Yeah. Fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you're only one person playing one game. What does yeah. it matter what? And now that they've yeah. so strongly linked uh, the Xbox dashboard oh, to the, your PC in Windows 10, yep, it tells you what games you can play from your Xbox on your PC. And so then you so have then the same I character on both, and you can just play whatever one you want to be. Well, on. I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah. I would imagine I'd have to have separate ones for the PC and separate ones for the. Oh, Xbox. and that's what I mean. Like in the in, oh, I see you. Uh, so in. This somewhere I've got it written down. All this text I got written down. They said that you could take your character from the Xbox and use that same character on the PC. Oh, as okay. Well. So okay. So, well, that's cool. So you yeah. can literally cross play. It yeah. seems to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so then I'd play it on the Xbox when I'm playing with my Xbox friends, and I play on the PC when I'm playing with my PC friends. Yeah. I don't have it written down actually. I'm, I'm sure though that's what I read. I was like, oh, that's really okay. Really cool. That's pretty nifty. The other thing we don't really know much about yet, which is going to be a huge thing for it, is how the difficulty levels work. And how syncing players at different levels is going to work so we can all still play together. Because nothing worse than when you get like a level one player who wants to start playing a game with you and you're already like... No, I think it'll be to... like massively multiplayer online games. I think well, there's that be, be no... the best way to do it. So the high level player yep. basically doesn't do anything. Otherwise, the low level player gets no reward. 
Yeah. So the high level player just says, "This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do." And if they're about to die, then the high level player jumps in and stops I, them dying. I really hope it's not like that. I hope it's more like, um, uh, "What does this well? Not many play. Not many games do do this well, actually." Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen just sinks you down to the same level as the content you're playing. Yeah. Which is fine. You so you still keep all your abilities. No, you don't get your abilities. You keep like your like max level for that, and you got some talents and things that make you more powerful than yeah. someone of that level, but you're kind of doing about the same sort of damage-ish kind of thing. So everyone feels useful. Yeah. Uh, Destiny does this a little bit as well, I think, because I was a lower level than my my friends when we're playing it, and I still felt useful, even though I was like seven levels behind them yeah. kind of thing. So we don't, I mean, I couldn't find, I've been specifically looking for information on it and they haven't said anything about it. They probably don't know. There is a difficulty level selector when you start a mission. Yeah. And so all the demos were on normal. So there's... There's that difficulty level, which is kind of odd for a multiplayer game to have a difficulty level selector anyway. Yeah. And then... Well, Destiny's got that. Does it? Yeah, you can do so, normal mode or nightmare mode or... How does that work with the multiplayer stuff then? Does everyone, do you only get to play with other people on the same difficulty level? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So all three of you are on the same difficulty level. So maybe that's all you do there then. Because then, they seem to be copying Destiny in a lot of ways. I suppose I'll do the same thing there. Yeah. Oh, and they've also got you know common, uncommon, rare, and legendary weapons. So if you've got a level one play with a legendary weapon, oh, well, they're probably going to be doing much more damage than a normal level one play. Yeah, would but be doing loot's anyway. all instance anyway. It's not shared loot, so you get loot that's appropriate to your level, no matter what you kill. Yeah, yeah, but you could yeah. still get a legendary weapon, and then you'd yeah, be a more true. useful level one player. Level one player, yeah. I don't know. I just really hope they work that out, and so that there's not <clears throat> so everyone can feel useful. I don't think they will. I got to be honest with you. I don't think they will. You really can't with a game like that, that today, no. though. You can't. I mean, no, MMOs got to be adventuring can, with people that are of a similar level to you. Otherwise, you it doesn't work. That doesn't work, though. No, it doesn't work with a multiplayer game because you have people come on who pick it up after you started playing it and want to yeah. join in. You can't make them grind out, you know, thirty levels before they start playing yes, with you. Can. That's just not. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you totally can do it. Yeah. I shouldn't say that, but it's not a great experience. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I played World of Warcraft for. Yeah. A ridiculous amount of years. Mm. And I babysat people to get them up to the point where they were useful to me. Yeah. And you're prepared to put that investment in because you want to keep playing the game and you finally got someone who's going to play with you again, so you babysit them. Yeah, but it's not fun though. It's not fun for you as the elder player to come and babysit. I mean, you still depends, do that anyway. Depends how far. See, with World of Warcraft, yeah. you could crank out the quest so fast because you had the high-level character coming. So you got no experience points for the mobs. Yeah. But the mobs are worth almost no experience points compared to your quest rewards anyway. Mm. So instead of spending one in one night's play, you completed four quests and mm. got four quests worth of rewards. In one night's play, we were doing like 23 quests. Yeah. And the player was just going ding, 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 ding. But power leveling is just not, I don't know. I just don't find it fun. It's not fun for the no, person being great. No, it's not great for the person that's being power leveled. They've got to work something out. Some sort of level syncing to either bring level one players up to do enough damage and have enough health to survive with the higher level players or bring people down to the lower level somehow. Like, do some sort of sinking to make them match up so that we're all kind of in the same level. I don't see how that I, shouldn't be possible. The, uh, the level one player just hangs out in the background and tries not to get sniped. Oh, yeah, I've done that. I've done that a lot. Like, you do that with um, Diablo 3 as well. Yeah. You have them just go through and just munch through everyone. Yeah, just don't you're die. just following them around. It's like... Yeah, that's also not fun. Not fun at all. No. Just mm. play with people that are your level. That's, that's the answer. The, the problem with that is... Have a good crew and always play with the same crew. Uh, yeah, and then everyone... They've kind of the same problem, like I said before. Like You can't have four people you play with. It's got to be eight because no one's going to be on the same level. So you're always going to be leveling at different 
I don't know. I think with a four kind of thing, it depends how it works with a character class. Like if you've got four different javelin suits, yeah, you could probably even have more than four. It depends how the garage. They've shown us nothing about how the javelin garage works. No. Yeah, but if say like you've got three juggernaut suits, maybe one of them is one you play with your level three guys. One of them is one you play with your level twenty guys. That could be an interesting. It could way be to sort of handle based that. on your suit. Yeah. Rather than your character. That's a good point. Your so your character level. could be more powerful and yeah. you get a few extra perks because of that. So you're more powerful than everyone else. Yeah, but, you but you're still in a level is, two suit. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. That mightn't be too bad. It gives you enough. I mean, people who are going to level four suits are still going to be a problem, but they're beyond help. They're playing it all. Yeah, but again, if you can have multiple matter. of the same. Can you have multiple of the same suit? Why would you have know. multiple same suits? Well, for exactly what we're talking about. So you can yeah. you use this suit with the other guys. That would be interesting. I presume that you would have just... You could have one of one each. One of each javelin. And that would be it. Yeah. Then you just well, move I'm, that one up. I'm guessing, this is just me guessing. Oh, it's all, it's all you actually choose one javelin right at the start. Yeah. And then you'll need to save some form of in-game currency to buy other javelin suits. Oh, I totally I doubt it's it going to be very easy to get access to all the javelin suits. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I would agree. It's going to be yeah. um, a, a significant in-game cost. I could be wrong, though, and you could just get access I to a full javelin garage. Get three or four javelins at once. Seems that would be a bit Yeah, that's four. They've announced four classes. Yeah. Yeah, four. Um, hmm. I also don't I, know quite how the magic class is supposed to work. I didn't see any much gameplay with the magic class. Yeah, it looked like it it's classes. all lightning, and it looks so. It looked like instead of gun damage, it's all energy damage. Energy. So that might be there might be a mechanic that where that plays out quite well. Hmm. Hmm. I'm keen. Know. It's only nine yeah. months away. I got to say, um, it's made me keen again. Do you think it's going to get delayed again? I don't... Don't think they can delay it again? I they don't get think it they the, can. No. I mean, they made a big hoo-ha about the announcement date. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Casey Hudson doesn't want to end up with more egg on his face. <laughs> uh, so... It's made me excited mm. for it again. And I've actually yeah. I've actually started getting some emails from having registered for Anthem News. Oh. That's my bugbear. You know how they get you to sign up to these things? Mm. Keep up to date with the latest news. And mm. then they never send you anything. What's the point of doing that? Who knows, man? Uh, No loot boxes? No loot boxes, that's good. So you can buy cosmetic stuff, though. Which? So that's how they're going to monetize it. Is it free? No, you need to buy it. Do I need to buy expansion packs? Well, I would imagine they're going to do, if they're going to do expansion packs, they'll do, like, pay pay. for the content. Do we know it's not free? Like, have they said that? It's going to be a paid game. No, I they've never said what pricing or anything. No, they've it could never be said cheap anything about as well. that. See, again, it oh, could man. be another subscription game. I don't. I but they have said that. they have said there's going to be no pay to win mechanic. That's great. So that, there's that's no the loot boxes. Be. It's still random loot drops, but not random boxes. Cosmetics don't bother me. No, too I'm happy with much, cosmetics, but I don't pay ninety dollars for a game that I don't get any of the cosmetic stuff, and I got to buy it all on top of that, and then buy expansions as well. And the problem with paid expansions is it bifurcates your player base. Yes, because people who have to have buy the expansion it and then and people that don't have the expansion. If they're going to have market transactions for cosmetics, expansions should be free, and the base game should be relatively cheap on the on the lower end. It's just cosmetics, Luke. What are you getting tied up? Your ears are going red. <laughs> you want your javelin to be luminous and green, don't you? Oh, look, look, hey, look, I love playing skirts as much as anyone. Okay, <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't mind. They want to charge for my, like for cosmetics, and yes. they're going to churn out new art and stuff all the time. But 
I do have a problem when it's it's a like a full price game and then they want to charge for expansions and have that as well. I think that's just ridiculous. Okay. Pay for the base game. I can handle that. That's okay. You know, um, I will take. I would imagine there's some paint options in the base game. You just want oh yeah, to I'm the sure really there's a fancy options. You know, kind of thing. And that, and that's fine. You know, that, that keeps the game going and it lets them generate more content yeah. that I don't have to pay for the DLCs because everyone's buying stuff from the microtransactions to funnel yeah. new content. That's how I feel it should go. Like either make me pay for the expansions in the games as we go along well, and don't I have think, any of that stuff. I think let's wait and see if it's successful first before we worry about them actually making expansions for it. <laughs> because we assume there are going to be expansions for Andromeda, don't forget. Yeah, that's true. Touche, my friend. Yes, I know. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. You are on that getting one. ahead of yourself. You know, I just um, eh, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's and if it's it a, if it's a if it's a sprawling world from a central hub, hmm. that lends itself to easily being expanded as well because they just they just lock out areas and just they can just have a gate that's just locked. Yeah, and you can't get there, and then suddenly the gate unlocks, and then they can. That's where their expansion can. Yeah, be. I mean, with the expansions, I'm more worried about splitting up the audience. Yeah, and so yeah, you yeah. don't you end up people. Who, can't do things because you know your play base shrinks and shrinks with every expansion because people aren't willing to buy the expansion packs. Yeah. Where if it was all available, you get more people in there and more yeah, and yeah, multiplayer games. Play. You need people playing it you in do. order to work, sort of thing. It's but a different proposition. It's with not multiplayer. a it's not a massive multiplayer game. It's a semi MMO. Don't forget. And so if you've got your group of four people or eight people who play regularly. You don't need there to be 163 million. You just need there to be your eight, and they keep making content. Yeah, that's true. But then I need my eight friends to also then go and buy all the expansions. And if one's not yes. so keen on it yeah, yeah. and doesn't buy the expansion, but, but you'll would know play that if you weren't going to cost them more money. You'll know that before the expansion comes out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I just think if, you, if you're going to charge your microtransactions on cosmetics and you can use that to fund as much content stuff as well because people will buy that stuff. Oh, yeah, that will. Hand of yeah. a fist. So. Yeah. And when you look at that... Um, footage how cool some of those javelins look oh yeah and i guarantee you those cool looking javelins will be the ones that you've got to pay for hey, they get that cool paint scheme if they give me a game rather than say for like 90 dollars, they give it to me for like 30 dollars. i'm happy to spend another 40 bucks on making my javelin look really cool no. because i've already got that let that play go. in my budget let it go it's gonna be 90 dollars. <sighs> damn it and you're gonna have to pay 40 dollars to get low. the good javelin paint jobs 40 you're gonna be 40 but it might be oh man yeah some well, of those, you look um, at you look at Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. Look at what they're charging for a, a three-star character. Yeah, and people are clearly buying them, or they wouldn't be charging that for them. Mm. I'm gonna have a very boring-looking javelin. I can yes, see it now because it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> because there will be enough people. It's like you get a thousand people paying one dollar for it, or yep. you get the one idiot that's gonna pay a thousand and ten dollars for yeah. it. You, that's what you do. You sell it to the one idiot. Yeah, you do. That's what you do. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I'll just pay through the nose. That's just what's going to happen. I'm bursting your bubble. Yeah. Yeah, you are. But that's okay. It's just a reality check. You know, you sort of start getting excited about these things. All right. So that's um, anything more to say about Anthem? No. That you want to? No, I do. I am re- reinvigorated for it, though. I'm. Yeah, the, the story probably made me leaning go towards down, yeah. and the, the combat made me the go combat, back up yeah. again, sort of thing. So I'm leaning towards. I'm probably going to buy it on release again. Oh, I'm gonna don't gamble. know about that. Yeah. That's uh... oh, yeah, it looks good. The best thing about Andromeda was the gameplay. Mm. It actually was fun mm. to play the game. I do want some to fly around me- that javelin. Some of the mechanics around that were bad, yeah. but pushing the left and right buttons and shooting yep. your gun, and yep. that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. True, 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 true. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, let's. Uh, people and how excited hand- will you be when you find a legendary upgrade for your shoulder-mounted mortar? Yeah, because not really, because it's going to be for the javelin class that I don't have unlocked yeah, yet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably true. God, I hope they. I do hope they keep it the loot tables to be just the stuff that you can actually use, and they don't do what they did in Mass Effect multiplayer, where you get upgrades for shit you don't even you have don't unlocked even, yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably going to do that, aren't they? Because that's probably. the way things roll. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, just, like, just like in Borderlands, you pick up the you know relics for the classes that you're not playing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Not so bad, though, if they have a way to recycle that weaponry into other resources yeah. as well. It's not just throwing it away Yeah. or just getting credits if you can somehow do... Like, if you, if you get that in, in an MMO... You put it on the auction house. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it's got that, and if it's really good, you get a bucket load of money, money for, for it. it. Yeah. So that's not so bad. It sort of takes a sting out of getting something that isn't yeah, valuable not for your class. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see anything about anything like that though in any no. stuff I read. No. All right then. So still being cagey. I have a few other things that I saw, um, other games that sort of caught my eye yep. that would be interesting. Um, so the first one was uh, Satisfactory. Okay. Which is a it's a First person sci fi factory building game. <laughs> so, gather resources from the world to build a self sustaining factory on an alien planet. Um, so, say, players and engineers sent from Earth onto an alien planet use vehicles to explore for further resources. Factories will grow to be enormous, and from the trailer, they are huge. Okay. And like all these conveyor belts going <laughs> everywhere, kind of thing. Um, you can sign up now for the for the closed alpha, which this one got me because it's kind of like the Conan thing where you build up your tech base yeah, okay. and you get more stuff yeah. for yeah. it. Um, so I don't know if that I would like spend like ages playing this game, but it's one of those ones where I'm just like, I just want to play it yeah, for a little bit yeah. and just have a go, you know, yeah. build my little factory, get some resources, start churning out whatever it is I got to make, you know, widgets. kind of thing. Widgets. Churn yeah, out your that's, widgets. That's the widgets. Yeah, that, so that one kind of uh, caught my eye. Did you have something that you wanted to... Starfield. Yes, I I'd saw like to this say one. that Starfield wasn't really a game announcement so much as this is a game we're making in space and it's called Starfield. Oh, that's all they gave that's away. That's pretty much all they gave away. Oh, yeah. man. I kind of wish they did more like what, what Bethesda did with Fallout when it's like ready to go with the game. Like, here it is. It's yeah. going to be out in four months. No, it Boom. was like a shot of a planet and then it pulled out to space and showed a space station and <laughs> then Starfield came up. Oh. And that was it. Well, that doesn't really tell you anything other than there's a game called Starfield Starfield. and it's probably set in space. I would hope so, but that's not a name. All right, fair enough. That got my attention. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, we keep put it on the list, come back next year, see how it's going. Um, I've got um, The Sinking City. Did you see that one? Uh, Is that the hand-drawn cartoon one? Um, no, 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 no. That's not. I don't think so. No, it's, it's um, a city that's sinking. That's why you made me think of that. Oh, okay. It's actually called something else. Oh, fair enough. Like fair SOS. Enough. This is a um a third person Lovecraftian open world actuary mystery action Ooh, mystery game. That sounds interesting. I know. I caught my I caught yeah. my eye. Um, investigations are focusing. Uh, investigations are the focus of the game. No yeah. hand holding. No objectives or markers. Oh, so hardcore. Boom! Now yeah. takes place in a fictional Massachusetts city. Yep. Has a sanity mechanic. Yeah, Choices so or seeing disturbing nuts. things will affect the player's uh, player character's sanity, cause hallucinations and disturbing sounds, etc. Which sounds yep. interesting for a game that you're supposed to be investigating things yeah, and you don't yeah. know what's real or what's not. Kind of like cut the sinuous hellblade kind of thing going on yep. there, maybe. Um, different monsters that the player must defend themselves from using weapons, scarce ammo, traps, etc. 
but reiterated that investigations are still the core mechanic of the game, yeah. not the combat. Not the combat. Yeah. So that sounded intriguing. Yeah. So it's on my list to just co- come back to. Yep. There we go. I got uh, the Gears of War strategy game. That looked quite interesting to me. So it's Gears of War universe. Gears of War and everything Gears of War, but turn based. Turn based. Yeah, turn based combat. And Interesting. Yeah, it looked quite. It looked, it looked really engaging. Okay. Just watching the demo, it looked really engaging. So mm. that got my interest. Yeah, nice. Okay. And it looks exactly like a Gears of War game. It looks weird. exactly like Gears of War 4, yeah. except instead of being all real time, going, ah, you just, I'm going to move here and I'm going to get this weapon and I'm going to shoot that guy over there. Yeah, all right. Now it's his turn. So that got there's my interest. A, do you think maybe we're hitting a point now where there's more of this, rather than make a new strategy game? We'll take an existing IP and all that stuff that comes with it, all the models and all the war lore and everything, and just slap that onto this other game we're going to make, kind of thing, and doing a bit of like rebadging. If it works, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, that's fine too. Because I, mean, I think like Fallout seventy six is basically like take Fallout, put it on a survival game. Yeah, boom, there we yeah, go. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, seems to be a lot of that going around. But yeah, I don't uh, have a problem if the games that come out are good. I don't have a problem with that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. The same here. I was just, it's just an interesting sort of trend that yeah. seems to be coming up more and more. People aren't coming up with their own intellectual property. They're just it's risky, man. leaning on existing intellectual property. Yeah, it's- well, you've got all your Gears of War fans. So there'll be some people that say, Gears of War isn't a turn-based game. I'm not no, touching no, no, that. Whatever. Yeah. But then you get people like me that actually would prefer it to be a turn-based game. I go, wow, this could be really good. Yeah, interesting. All right. Um, the one I've got here is um, Unravel 2. It's the yes. original. Yes. I haven't played Unravel. I didn't know there was even a one of it, but... Um, so it's a co-op. It's designed to play with two characters, even in single player. Um, yes, you're tied together. Yeah, yeah. You, like you sort of. The, I don't know how you do single player with two characters. It'll be like brothers, I would imagine. Well, that was two. But this one had like they were jumping, doing wall jumps and stuff, were, and synchronization yeah, and stuff. So I'm not sure you stuff. can't do that in brothers. In, no, one, without one, per- one stick. Yeah, it sort of just caught my eye. Funky looking thing, little little tight. I might. Put it on my wish list and pick it up when it's on on special. Cause, well, yeah, I'm I'm keen. Yep, yep. Gears of War five looked very oh, good. Two Gears particularly, of War games. particularly for me because yeah, I was playing Gears of War four with my friend and finished it the night before. Ah, so and now Gears of prompt. War five like really picks up with the same characters you've just been playing in yeah. Gears of War four. So it was the fact that Gears of War four was so fresh mm. made that really grab my attention. The Gears okay. of War five. So, cool. Yeah. Is that on PC? I would imagine. Yeah. It's Gears of War 4 on PC. Yeah, yeah. It's is it just like two or three that didn't make the cut to get ported over? I don't know. I don't know. Because I've played a couple, but I don't I don't have an Xbox, so I, you know, I can't play. I yeah. have to check them out. Because I did like whichever one I played, number one maybe, Yeah, um, was quite good. Well, Gears of War 1 was quite revolutionary in its time because if you mm. flanked the enemy, it was significantly easier. Yeah, Although I have found as the series have gone on that – doesn't hold true so much anymore. Yeah. Like you flank the enemy and the enemy suddenly instantly seems to know you're flanking them yeah. and they turn around and start shooting you. Whereas in Gears of War 1, mm. particularly playing multiplayer, that was a tactic that worked really well for us. Is okay. You'd find these tough enemies and one would sneak around to the side and then shoot them uh, and they've well, got no like cover and suddenly way. you're taking, doing mm. 10 times the damage to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. All right, well, let's put, on that, put that one on the, yeah, on the radar as well. On the have a look list. Uh, the last one I got here is um, called Two Point Hospital. Um, it's uh, effectively it's it's theme hospital, but like updated graphics. <laughs> no, so if anyone played theme hospital, you know exactly the type of game that it is already. But yep. it's like a it's a hospital sim where you got to build a hospital and treat wacky diseases, diseases, you know, yeah. um, and you know just cure people and keep it, keep it, keep the hospital alive and making money. Kind of thing is the gist of it. I I, I put it on the list because it's 
I, don't know, I, I, I try to play Theme Hospital again and it's kind of hard. Like the resolution is really small yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a few things that are a bit clunky about it. So I would like to play like an updated version of it. It's made by the, by a team that includes the original devs okay. of Theme Hospital. So obviously that's maybe why they decided to do it kind of thing. I know how they're getting around like IP and stuff for it because it looks very much like Theme Hospital. Like a, <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, the rip-off games have been around forever kind of thing. They have. I guess yeah. Planet Coaster is a is a very close to... Um, um, Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm definitely... I'll, I'll put it on my bio as some special dealio yeah. and yeah. definitely play a few hours of that again. Uh, it looks like really fun. Yeah. Anything else you got on your list? Oh, well, the only other thing I was going to say is I was interested by the E3 audience. Oh. That there's a whole lot of game changes and social influences and... Just thinking that probably at some point they just started by doing exactly the kind of stuff that we're doing. Oh, so you want to get E3 is what you're saying. Well, no, well I wouldn't say no <laughs> if someone said, yeah, come to E3. But yeah. it just it did it did strike me that they probably started off doing something because they were interested in doing it. Yeah. And they got a following and it went from there. Keep, keep growing and growing. Yeah. I kind of like that some to some extent because it puts people who are interested in- Actually game- interested in- the thing. Yeah. Yeah. As but opposed to just a CEO of a company. Yeah. Who doesn't give two hoots about. Yeah. Or a journalist. <laughs> EA. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've got a bad cough. <laughs> oh, or, you know, like a, a journalist doesn't really understand. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't play games that much. It doesn't really understand. understand. Yeah. Although I think sometimes you need that cold-hearted brutality. Oh, yeah. The detached well. view as well. Yeah. There's a place for it. Yeah. Oh, and. I guess we get a bit passionate about our things, whether it's positive or negative. It can go either way on that respect. Yes. You know, kind of thing. Yes. Democracy's actions. Yeah. Free game. Make it free. I think if they make Anthem free, so many more people will play it than if they put a put it behind a pay. Like put it behind oh, yeah, a price, yeah, yeah, that's you know, probably kind of true. Yeah. Mm. And there's lots of choices in this uh, in this third person like multiplayer arena. There are lots of choices out there for people. You're going into there a are. fairly yeah, established yeah. kind of genre, genre. there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the other thing I, I think I saw that was interesting was um, uh, Battlefield Five. It, yeah, it looked pretty impressive. I mean, always, I mean, Frostbite engine. I mean, the Anthem looks amazing as well, being on Frostbite yes. as well. Yes, it does look good. Interesting. we got like a Battle Royale mode in there as well, which could be interesting. The old battle, Battlefield with like all the tanks and stuff like that could yep. be, yep. well, I'll die a lot. I don't way. play those games because I just spend my whole time dead. <laughs> you can't learn to play the game if you're always dead. Yeah. And Battle Royales are not great for like team play a lot no, because, yeah. you know, if you don't all die at the same time, you suck waiting around for the last person in your team to die before you go back and start the next yeah. match kind of thing. They're very kind of much a solo kind of yeah, they are. game experience yeah. kind of thing. But, yeah. um, you know, a lot of the crew like to play Battlefront, so I'm interested to see what they bring out to the new Battlefield. New yeah, Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, that about wraps up our, our E3 special. E3 special, yes. So back to The Witcher again for our next episode. Indeed. And we'll find out the uh, perilous, well, I, you already have found mm. out the perilous situation that Dandelion's got himself into. And uh, we'll continue more of the exploits of Geralt of Rivia. Got it. Yeah, Geralt of Rivia. And what is he? The Butcher of Black and Balkansfield? Bla- Isn't it Blackwater? Oh, no, the Butcher I'll- of Blackwater. Oh, no, I'm no, thinking that's of Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good the one. White Wolf. That's what I always remember. The, the White, White Wolf. Wolf. That was the one I was going to third. <laughs> okay. But I couldn't remember. I, I got called the, the Butcher and I got the achievement for doing it too. Excellent. I killed five rats 
in a row in less than a minute. Oh, really? That's that one got of your me achievements. the achievement. Yeah. That's definitely one of the easy Killing achievements. Killing five enemies in less than a minute, I think it was. Oh, and you killed rats. I killed five rats. Fantastic. Not intentionally. That just being, what, what, what's that? Oh, wow. That's cool. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.